0: Hello, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another Nacho show. Go Woke and Go Broke is the title of this episode, ladies and gentlemen. Disney, which formed part of our childhood lives for most of us, has taken a radical move against morality. The current Disney CEO, Bob Chapek, or I don't know how you pronounce that, wants to impulse this type of nonsense to our children, from kindergarten to 3rd grade and even though talking about homosexuality to an 8-year-old is bad in itself what do you think this and more here at the nature show Oh my gosh, I love salsa music. What do you guys think? (laughs) Well, welcome again to The Natural Show. This is Ignacio Valdez here from the beautiful Ogden, Utah. And I just uh, wanted to mention that this uh, show is being sponsored by Solidify Web. Let's uh, build a website for you today. Also, another sponsor that we have is uh, Nacho Graphics. Nacho Graphics brings the most beautiful graphics for you and your business. All right. And uh, Go Walk go, go, go and Go Broke. That's uh, the title of this episode today. And uh, we have with us uh, my dear friend, Carrie Bartolomeo. How are you, Carrie? I'm
1: great. Thanks.
0: Excellent. All right. Well, um, I, I I found Carrie to be, you know, super charismatic and uh, uh, very serious and passionate about what she does, and that's uh, the reasons why you know I brought her to this show, and uh, she is going to talk uh, talk to us more about uh, this uh, situation. That I mean, <clears throat> it's got me very concerned, because you know, growing up, you know, I watched you know my Disney shows and and everything like that. And I felt very, very very inspired. And I still do feel inspired about Disney, you know, um, because all of the things that he was able to accomplish, you know, during his career uh, and how he started this business, because I'm an entrepreneur as well. And uh, obviously, well, the sponsors, you know. (laughs) So, um, and yeah, it's just a saddens me beyond belief, you know, uh, how uh, Disney, they, they just want to throw a perverted, and I'm going to say perverted because that's what it should be called, a uh, perverted uh, curveball uh, towards society. And when uh, uh, we have Carrie here. Um, how are you doing, Carrie, today?
1: I'm, I'm great, and I'm super excited to talk about Disney. I have some very specific thoughts on on that.
0: Excellent, Carrie. Okay, great. Well, um, before we we move forward, I just wanted to kind of uh, read an article, and I will go ahead and um, uh, share this uh, with you guys. Um, this article uh, is from. Let me see. <clears throat> it is from the the World uh, World Network News. I think that's what it is, and it talks a little bit, you know, on how. Um, these guys really are, are fighting for uh, against morality. So Disney current CEO Bob Chapek found himself in a pinch when a powerful group of L- of his LGBTQ employees complained that the company had not put itself on the line in opposition to the Parental Rights in Education Bill, now now signed into law in Florida. He sought to Placated these employees and the activists who supported them with corporate contributions to LGBTQ organizations and public messaging against the Florida bill. Clearly, Chapek misread the situation, and it is hard to see how he survives the aftermath. The LGBTQ movement does not want progress. It demands surrender. Well, I guess that that's just everything, right? They, <laughs> they want all or nothing.
1: Right. Yeah. Well, I'm um I I what I found about all of these kind of activist groups is that there's no compromise. And it's funny because a lot of conservatives, especially right now as we're in election season, a lot of conservatives are like, Oh, we need to be the peacemakers. We need to reach across the lines. Oh. You can reach mm-hmm. across the line when your worldview is JJO christian even if you're not religious, your worldview is treat others as you wanna be treated. And that's what you're expecting from them. And their worldview is there is no truth but power. Everywhere we turn, uh-huh. we're seeing people say, um, that we're, we're just seeing people out and out lie. You know, There is no CRT in schools. Um, however, we're super excited about bringing it in. The, the this bill in Florida, they're calling it the don't say gay bill. And there's nowhere uh-huh. in the entire thing that it says, don't say gay. Instead, <laughs> it says, don't talk to kids from the ages of five to third grade about your sexuality or about transitioning or about anything about that. And guess what? I work in a school and our children mm-hmm. at that age, they don't care. Yeah.
0: Yeah, and they don't care, and they don't even understand what what's what sex is, and they don't even understand. And when, when they see a, a homosexual couple, or you know, or whatever, they say it's weird.
1: Yeah, some of them, some of them, and some of them are being taught to. Some of them are being taught to embrace it. What I saw that was very alarming yesterday was a principal. Um, and it was just an online on Twitter thing, but a principal mm-hmm. was saying that we don't, we, we have to rethink the age appropriateness because if a child has a cell phone, they already know. And if they already know, it's our right to continue the conversation.
0: Uh-huh. And it,
1: It's just not, it is, it is grooming our children. And as somebody who grew up both as a foster child and then became a foster parent, there's certain things you could never, ever say because it would be leading children in a conversation and teaching them things that they did not need to know. And that was the state three years ago. No. Now we have, you know, I'm, I'm gonna be blunt here, but now we have books that talk about strap-ons and how to use them with seventh graders.
0: No way that, <laughs> did you just see my eyes? I just, I just wow. Like I I cannot believe that those types of books are being shown in our schools.
1: In our schools and our current president touted the glories of the book. So, you know, this book is genderqueer um, and it's the one that's got all sorts of people up in a a half about, you know, how dare you burn books and and you Nazi or whatever else and you just go, nobody wants to burn the books. We want them in public libraries so that every child isn't exposed to them. If you are a parent who thinks that this is great for your kid, we live in a free country, hopefully, still. You <laughs> know, so.
0: Yeah, no kidding.
1: But, but but not for every child. And they don't check the books in the, in the library. I've been a volunteer librarian. You know, you just scan them, especially if it's that last minute and a kid just grabs whatever's there. And especially if the book is made to look like a comic book. You know, kids just, just grab huh. it and go.
0: Very clever. Very clever, yeah. It it, it, it gosh, it, it, I am just in disbelief. You know, it, it, every time I hear something, something dumb, you know, off of the left, uh, as far as that is concerned, it, it's definitely just a beyond beyond words and beyond belief. Because they they really want to push uh, the, the weirdness and the abnormalities that that they talk about toward children, and that's something. I mean, I, I'm a father. And I do, have, I do have three kids, and they're small. And I, gosh, uh, you know, I I just, uh, you know, I'm blown away by, by things that, that can hurt them and uh, the atrocities that um, the left wants to do. And I just want to protect my children, and I feel responsible about that. And, you I know, it's absolutely. one of the reasons. Yeah, go, go ahead.
1: ahead. Well, absolutely. And the thing is, is that this isn't new. We keep thinking we're, we're under this mistaken idea that just because um, I was talking to Shee Fleet yesterday and she talked about the frog in the pot, right? Mm-hmm. We're at the boiling point. And what they did was instead of going with this slow boil that we all accept, they turned it on high in 2020. They just turned it on high and were like, get out as fast as you can. But the reality is, is that this has been going on since the 1920s there's been a goal to sexualize our children as early as possible mm-hmm. so we create a false autonomy in our kids so we create this false i'm a grown up i'm mature i can handle things and we destroy that family unit
0: mm-hmm. Which
1: is another thing going back to disney with destroying our institutions destroying those things that that keep families like what why do people go to disneyland they go for a family vacation they go to build you know that family time in a in a quality way that'll be remembered forever, right? That the sexualization, the queering of our children, because it's not just about LGBT, it's, it's also heterosexual. We just want our kids thinking mm-hmm. so much about sex that their own all they ever think about is instant gratification. And they can't even survive in the real world. That's why we have these people on TikTok crying and and throwing rocks <laughs> and, and the life in society and they look like toddlers. Truly, um, like toddlers, you know, and we've society, big tech especially, has created a mental health crisis, and then they say they're the ones to fix it. That's strange.
0: Yeah, no kidding. And yeah, they say that they're the ones that can fix it, but they cannot fix anything. They cannot even fix their their own emotions. They cannot fix, uh, yeah, gosh, yeah, and anything whatsoever. So. Um, let me just to show. I just wanted to show you really quick a um, um a picture that that I shared. Uh, let me see where is it? Oh, right here. Um, I just wanted to show you this. You know, <laughs> this picture right here uh, of uh, you know the the title. You know, up there says. Uh, woke Disney lost and found all right so you know whatever you lost it's gonna be found there you know at, at the front desk and it shows you know they have the five parental rights in education you know ask about our queer agenda there's this guy with the uh, with a rainbow uh, with a rainbow ear, Mickey ears and there's this kid that says I lost my innocence <laughs> yeah. goodness you know that this picture it tore me apart you know
1: yeah. yeah so let me tell you, go ahead go ahead, well, go let ahead me sorry tell you about my my affection with disney um like i said i was a foster child uh, when i was very very young i experienced all sorts of crazy crazy over the top abuse um, until i was 8 and i chose to put myself in foster into, into the foster system what kept me from being this bitter, resentful, angry human being was a love for Disney and a love for the old Nick at Night shows. The old Nick at Night shows showed me like Donna Reed that you could have a better life, that there was something better than gangs and all sorts of abuse out there. Um, and Disney taught me that no matter, I think I think it was Uchtdorf, Um, He's he's an LDS authority, and I, I think that it was Uchtdorf who talked about did a women's presentation once on Disney princesses and on how they overcame through grace and joy and kindness, and that's kind of how I patterned my life. Literally, there are people who are like, you're like a Disney princess, <laughs> and um, there was something just a universal truth about just having a dream and never letting anything get in the way of that dream of just, just goodness. So now we're taking that away. We're taking the goodness out of it. And I don't really care if you, I'm not homophobic. To me, homophobic means Mm -hmm. you're afraid. Okay. Mm -hmm. I don't want you influencing my children in a way that is anything less than wholesome while they're young enough to be wholesome because eventually society will take that away from that. But taking that away from the pure innocence and goodness of young children, it is grooming. It is Mm -hmm. absolutely grooming our children, but it's also destroying something precious that they only have for a short time. Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah. Uh, I mean, um, yeah, I, I really don't know what what the guys are, these guys are, you know, thinking about uh, defending this uh, and this nonsense, um, because it's very dangerous. And another thing that I was going to say, I mean, it, it is perverted. It is, but per- they think it's uh, uh, human rights. What the heck is about human? There's nothing human rights about this.
1: Yeah, the right should be that everybody can go. The right should be that everybody is kind there, that, 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 that there, there is a certain level of tolerance. But that tolerance doesn't have to be. One of the things I think about a lot is that phrase that you see everywhere, be kind, be kind, be kind, be kind, be kind, be kind. They should just add dot, 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 or else. Be kind or else. Be kind in our way or else. Diversity, equity, and inclusion only in the direction that we want you to have it in. And where does this come from? It comes from a goal to destroy our society. So ultimately that that's these people are speaking and they're saying um, you know we have systematic we have systemic injustice. everything is about systemic injustice systemic injustice and it never stops. We have to constantly create this revolutionary energy where we're never ever happy in fact the people who started this or one of the persons who started this was um herbert marcusa and he literally teaches Mm -hmm. people that they can that to be happy is false to be to be content in your faith or to be content in your life as a middle-class person who goes to work and you know earns and provides for your family that's false that is a false sense of of happiness. And the only true happiness is getting rid of everything that we hold dear.
0: Absolutely. And uh, gosh, <clears throat> well, uh, as far as the left is concerned, I mean, and, and you mentioned some, something very, very interesting, like syst- systematic racism. You know, that's what the left proclaim, you know. And I'm I'm going to tell you one thing. The system... That has been built in the United States of America, and this I have actually talked about in other, in other, episodes. The system of the United States of America has been built so everybody can be successful in their own lives. Another, another thing is that you know, like I said, I'm an entrepreneur, and guess what? You know, I'm, I'm Hispanic. You know, I. Uh, uh, I was born and raised in Mexico. I came here in two thousand three, and wow. oh my gosh, the system has worked for me. It has worked for me, and so the, the system works for anybody that wants to be successful. No matter if you are white, brown, black, mixture, uh, it, it doesn't matter. It, it doesn't. It doesn't even matter. The United States of America's system. Was built just like God intended it to be, just the same way that He created the earth. If you till the earth, if you plant a seed into the earth, the earth doesn't care what race you are. It will grow for you. If you if you you know you plant it, you you feed it, you fertilize it, you put water on it, it will work for you. And and guess what? The seed does not care what color you are. So don't give me that crap that the system has been built only to benefit whites. Come on. I see.
1: <laughs> well, I think that – I so I, I'll take a slightly different stance on that. I do believe in systemic racism. What I believe systemic racism is, like the most systemic institution that we have mm-hmm. is the Department of Education. This department okay. that walks in and tells our children, tells your your children or my child who – I'm biracial, my son is second generation biracial. And this uh-huh. tells them that they are somehow less when these kids don't believe that. These kids come into school going, I'm gonna be Superman, you know? And, <laughs> and they say, yes, Johnny, you are, but no, Shaniqua, you're not, you know? So um, yeah. <laughs> when we, when the teachers, are the ones, and now with this SEL through a transformative lens, when we're really going to root out systemic racism by teaching our children all of the problems with America, by teaching our children that they cannot succeed unless white people lower their standards. What an insult to those of us of color who have been like, no way, we totally can succeed, we totally have succeeded. And instead they want to constantly tell us this is the most frustrating thing to me with the querying of our children going back to that mm-hmm. and with racism because they preyed on the african-american community mm-hmm. for decades they preyed on them and they taught them that they cannot do for themselves and wow. now that new energy is with the trans population, teaching them that we must live, or even, even like the furries, right? The same oh, thing, the, the same kind of thing where they are preying on our children and teaching them that they must be victims. There's nothing more systemic, systemically racist than convincing a person that they cannot do for themselves and that they are permanent victims. I've had people who've gotten on my own channel and said, how dare you try to teach us that we have free will
0: wow.
1: a person that they don't have free will. And how can those people like Becky Pringle of the national education association, how can those people be in charge of what our children are learning today? They are sowing division. They are sowing hatred. They are sowing constant resentment. If you are a bitter person, that feeds into mental health issues. It just, it, it does. Mm-hmm. And so everybody's like, oh, we need to do this to protect mental health. I had somebody stop by my house who's running for an office. And he said, you know, what our kids are concerned, what our parents are concerned about is can our kids do math? Can they write? And are they going to kill themselves? And I thought, well, that's a lie. I work in a school. Most children are not thinking about killing themselves. You know, unless maybe they have a a cell phone and their parents aren't taking a look and and they're watching people who are suicidal talking about the ways that they can kill themselves. But most kids, it's not what they're thinking about. They might be thinking about a video game. They might be thinking about going outside and playing with their puppy. You know, they're just they're (laughs) not constantly thinking about suicide. We tell them these are all the things that are wrong with life.
0: Wow. In, yeah. And, uh, I mean, you mentioned something, you know, very, very delicate there. Um, uh, the suicide thing. And yeah, I mean, it, it it is definitely something that, um, well, you know, something that, that the left has actually put on our face is that, you know, that there's, you know, high numbers of, uh, you know, uh, teenagers that commit suicide. But, I mean, think about it, you know, in the other way. I mean, there's so many teenagers out there that don't want to commit suicide, you know? I mean, even though, I mean, me growing up, I was exposed to all of the media, you know, and, and the gangster rap and, you know, you know what I'm saying? And, you know, like this, the stereotypes, you know? So I was exposed to, it and, and it, I, I listened to all the music, you know, from Snoop Dogg to NWA. And you know, oh, oh my gosh! I already, you know, gave up myself here. <laughs> 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 but, but but think about it. You know, the, the words that they used, and the um the sentences that they used, and things like that. I I never thought about committing suicide myself. I mean, you know, and it's it, it's just about about who they are. I mean, if, if they're just trying to bring a very small percentage of what's wrong and what needs help. They're making it just way too big, you know, for oh, everybody else.
1: Is that they're not bringing solutions to the table. Exactly. They're, they're hyper-expanding the solution instead of saying, you know what? Do you know what's going to make a kid not want to commit suicide? If you teach a kid, if you empower a kid, how do you empower somebody? You show them that they're capable. Exactly. So if you have mentor, mentors in their lives or parents that are super involved, Kids are less likely to lean, lean in these directions. We instead of saying, you know, we need to raise the bar and instill in every single child that they can succeed and provide on an individual basis what the child needs, as opposed to say, oh, well, you're black or you're brown, so you need this extra assistance. When they could be mm-hmm. the smartest child in the class. It is so racist to assume that a minority cannot be the smartest child in the class, or even that that minority must be an Asian. So (laughs) racist to think these things, right? So my my huge whatever platform, whatever it is that I, my activism Mm -hmm. is about bringing solutions. And I think those solutions come by, you know, getting kids to read books that are empowering. Instead, our schools are bringing in books like, locally. And I live in Nebo. I mean, I live in like, quote, unquote, the most conservative area. And Mm -hmm. there's a teacher who is forcing children, they have a book club and you have to choose an LGBTQ book, a book about drug addiction, a book about racial oppression. You have to choose one of those books as seventh graders and talk about them amongst yourselves and what's wrong. And, and, and also, and this is the part that kind of creeps me out also, these are their points of intersectionality. So these are the points of which do they fit into these categories? And when you don't, when you are gay and identify as a Christian, you get bullied. People tell you, well, then you're mm-hmm. not really gay because of, you know, for this reason or that. <laughs> so like you, you get bullied for not fitting into it. I cannot tell you how many people on social media like to call me a white supremacist and like try to <laughs> dismiss everything about who I am and the experiences that I have in life. And I know that mm. I'm white enough, that I pass for a lot of things, but I don't pass for white, you know? Mm. And, <laughs> and, and it's like, you can't erase all of the experiences. You can't erase that. I do fit so many of the stereotypes of what happened to African-Americans yeah. one and three, you know, um, you can't erase that stuff, but yet they want to, They want to market our marginalization. And that is not, that's not a pro American way to be. That's not why people risk their lives to come here. You know, like we're Mm -hmm. supposed to be, we're supposed to be about unity. We're supposed to be, we're supposed to be better than this. And we were better than this. That's probably the hardest part about this is because I never wanted to be some sort of an activist. I wanted Mm to raise my child and, teach drama and just like, you know, live and and, and love and become comfortable and confident in who I am. And instead, mm-hmm. I'm fighting a new civil rights movement with like the most extreme, extremely racist people all the way up into our Congress when they won't let people speak who think like I do because we don't represent diversity. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> And it's like, so you don't want diversity of thought. Right. Lockstep,
0: Right, definitely. And uh, guys, it just, uh, there are so many thoughts that come to my head, but let's go ahead and take a a small break here. I will go ahead and uh, bring out um, our sponsors. So, remember, guys, uh, this show is being sponsored to you by Solidify Web. Let's build the website for you today. And also, natural graphics. Uh, we will build a fantastic atmosphere for you and your business. And also, securevoteutah.org. Uh, please look at the information about keeping our state free and corruptless uh, at securevoteutah.org. It is a fantastic initiative to keep our voting secure whenever we go on the ballot. All right, well, uh, we are back here and it, that was pretty quick. <laughs> Just wanted to bring that up. But anyway, yeah, you, you mentioned something um, <clears throat> super interesting, Carrie. Um, uh, now, can, uh, let's go ahead and move on a little bit here. Uh, you recently were at a PBS interview Um, I think it was uh, kind of like a round uh, conversation with uh, uh, other gentlemen. Can you elaborate more about this? And what was that interview about?
1: It's kind it's crazy. Uh, First off, I've only been, I've only been in Utah for a year. Um, Mm -hmm. And originally they wanted Burgess Owens and Mia Love in the conversation. Mm -hmm. But that could have been disastrous considering that one person... (laughs) you know took the other person's job but um <laughs> so so this group is called roots race, roots race and culture and they wanted the perspectives of conservatives and they and they said that we feel that there's going to be a shift where a lot of black people specifically are going to be moving towards becoming conservative and we want to understand why so um James Evans um former I want to say former head of the GOP for Utah, chair. Correct. Um, Okay, and myself were asked to be on it, and even the two of us had very different viewpoints. Like he is a quote unquote Republican, capital R, um, very focused on the financial aspects, and I am a conservative, capital P for populist. (laughs) (laughs) I I, I'm a populist. I am watching. I'm watching middle class be attacked by Marxism and they're mm. using race to do it. But in watching this, watching, watching the like I said before, the dreams that we have to just have that American dream, just to be normal people and able to proceed in life and not have to be identified by the color of our skin and not have to worry about the things that we've built being taken away by the entitled. Um, mm-hmm. This is why I'm conservative. So I also, I think the left, quite frankly, is extremely racist. The most like hideously, um, overtly racist. But unfortunately, they've been brainwashed for so long that Mm -hmm. they do not see it. I mean, they're...
0: And (laughs) that's what surprises me a lot. You know, like, they can be so... They can tell people... That the blacks don't have they don't have an ID or they don't have access to an ID, and uh, blacks still love wokeness. And you know, there's a, a you know, there's still. I'm 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 not generalizing, of course, because no, you know no, no. we have fantastic people that, that are black and you know, and, and they're very conservative. So so well, I don't understand.
1: I'm, I'm sorry, I'm going to just interrupt here because even not the conservatives, what I'm seeing a lot of is Black people with common sense who go, uh, man can't be a woman. No. And they're Democrats. And they're just mm-hmm. like, that. I, I'm going to take issue. I'm going to take issue with flat out being lied to. So yeah. I don't know that they love wokeness, but they do believe that the Democrats take care of them. And yeah. I wonder where I, I'm like, where <laughs> every place the Democrats touch again, coming from Seattle, is a freaking disaster. You know, our kids mm-hmm. are not excelling. Our our, our grades um, they're abysmal in general, but for Black and Hispanic kids, mm-hmm. it's far far worse. And part of that is accepting that from them.
0: Yeah. Exactly. No.
1: I teach at a I teach at a charter school, and we break up into groups. We break up into thirteen different classes so that every kid gets to every kid gets to excel in math or um, in in math or reading at their own level. So you might have a first grader doing math with third graders, right? What we don't do, and this, <laughs> sorry, I know I talk a lot, but this is that's this, fine. Uh, so. I just, did a, I just did a conversation with social workers at one of our local schools. I was their guest speaker, and one of the people said, "Wait, can I ask you a question? Well, how do I, how do I grade papers without considering race?" Let that sink in for a second, okay? I sat there and I was like, "Um, you follow a rubric." You follow a rubric and you see, did this kid hit this? Did this kid hit this point, this point, this point? Okay. And the, and the person, a the young person said, maybe if I erase their names, you talk wow. about some racist people being wow. indoctrinated, kid, young people, college-age kids that are going to go into our schools with this idea of, I must evaluate all of my biases all the time. And another kid who said, thank you for speaking and sharing like your story. Like there's something called the ACEs, which is a lot of how they do social and mm-hmm. emotional learning ACEs is adverse childhood effects of trauma. You can be up to a 10. I'm a nine on that scale. This person said, thank you for sharing that because and he was a white male. And he goes, I'm an eight on that scale. And I have to be honest. I felt like I didn't have a place to talk for the last two years at all. And he was like, and now I'm going to start saying what I what I think because, you know, and it's sad, but because a black person gave me permission to do so. What? Wow. The, the insanity. No
0: is, kidding.
1: It's it's complete insanity. And speaking of insanity, this is a, another point. Uh huh. Taken schools, okay. There's a situation. Kids are identifying as animals. They're identifying as animals. I'm not not talking about the people who think it's cute to dress up as some anime figure. I'm talking Uh about identifying as animals. So locally, we have a little girl who identified as a fish and she makes fish phrases and she blows (laughs) spit bubbles. She blows spit (laughs) bubbles at other students. And the students are told, get this, the students are told that they cannot react. You cannot react to somebody blowing spit bubbles in your face.
0: So
1: what we're doing with that is teaching our kids to accept insanity in the name of compassion. And that is going to, that's why I come back to there's nothing more systemically ismed than our schools. Because if they're teaching these kids to do that, they're teaching our kids to live in a world that's not real.
0: Wow, and yeah, speaking about things that are not real, you know, we do have Mister, Mister Zuckerberg, um, creating a, a non-real world, where you can you can purchase land, you can you know purchase property there, and and uh, he's making a lot of money. But oh, surprise, surprise, there's a world that has already been invented, um, as far as that is concerned. So. Um, you know, and we have Microsoft, so yeah, Mark Zuckerberg is definitely, um, losing a lot of money, you know, for inventing that, that type of thing. And just like you said, you know, they, they can liberals or, or or left tarts, how, how I call them or lip tarts, they,
1: they
0: can, they can only brainwash so much, you know, they, they do have a limit and i really want you know, you know and and we know how to show them what the limit would be so uh so yeah in that regard then yeah it, it's definitely something that um uh yeah that can definitely you know be, be eradicated you know if we are smart we are smart but we need to really hit in the right spots you know to to eradicate this problem so um,
1: no more yeah. yeah. Well,
0: yeah, It's it saddens me it, because, you know, I'm going to be honest, you know, I, I went on a Disney cruise recently. It, it was, it was definitely fun. You know, it, it was fun. You know, my children were, you know, fantastic. But yeah, I, I saw a couple of things that um, really made me, made me super sad. You know, like, there were certain individuals, you know, that had their pins, you know, the rainbow pins and things like that. Um, so. Yeah, and uh, you know, like the—I don't know—it has always been my dream to go to Disneyland. When I was a kid, and uh, now, now that I have the money to go, now that I can go to even uh, to Disney Cruise, and uh, yeah, it's like now they're coming, you know, firing back and you know talking about stupid things, and uh, you know, I'm sure Disney, uh, Mister Disney, uh, is uh, definitely rolling on his grave right now. Um, and and I mean, he was super patriotic. Mr. Yeah. Disney was super patriotic. And he did everything around, um, you know, loving the United States of America as the greatest country in the world. Um, and he always talked about that. But now that he's been, you know, this thing has been capped by the left hearts or, or lipped hearts, how I call them. And, and I don't freaking care. You know, this is my show. I say whatever I want. Okay. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh,
0: so um, yeah. I, now it
1: comes down to is we just need to stop. We we can't live by lies, you know. And that's that's the thing is that when we go when we support these things, even when I go into Mod Pizza and they're wearing social justice shirts, I've turned around and walked out. Um, McDonald's supporting Ibram X. Kendi. I haven't eaten a Big Mac in two years because mm. it does not support my values. And you didn't need to do that.
0: And it doesn't support your health too.
1: It doesn't, it doesn't support <laughs> my health, but, you health. Know, I find other places to go that don't either. But it is getting harder and harder and harder. And, and part of that, that I think we have to remember, like I know somebody who owns a McDonald's and they're not woke at all. They have to do what they have to do in order to keep like their ESG score, right? Uh And there's a point where there's a point where for me, I, um, I, I I look at what they're doing and I go, all right, are they shoving it down my throat? Are they doing what they have to do to be able to survive? And either one isn't great, but I definitely feel better (laughs) virtue signaling if people are, um, they're not shoving it down my throat. If I walk in and it's like, welcome to Walk how can we help you? I'm like, I'm out of here. So, and I will tell them flat out. Yeah, I don't know why we have to have politics in business. All I wanted to do was buy a sandwich, you know?
0: Um, Exactly.
1: Ultimately, people need to commit to living not by lies. And when the lies come, don't say, oh, well, as long as I put my head down, you know, it'll go over me. because it's not just going to come up. It's not going to cross over you. We we are tolerating something right now. They're teaching us to tolerate. And eventually we will not have a choice. There's so many immigrants who talk about everything that they're seeing um, here and going, I came here because I wanted something better than I had in my home country. And all I see is the same things from my home country, especially Asians and Europeans. All I see is America becoming everything that I saw, and worse.
0: Sorry, I, I was muted. Yeah, definitely. Those are those were those were ex- exactly my thoughts right there. Uh, and it's something that I always mention in, in my podcasts is that, yeah, I mean. Uh, I'm an immigrant, you know, I came here, you know, for the same exact reasons, you know, in in order for me to enjoy better freedoms, uh, to enjoy better politics, and and to run away from those dumb politics. But apparently, it is chasing me around. And, uh, you know, I I don't want to go anywhere else. You know, I want to stay here. You know, I I don't want to run to Canada. I mean, even though it's a very beautiful country. I mean, I visited Canada, and it's fantastic. But it's it not worse. the same.
1: You know, Can can't be liberal but there's also something worth worth pointing out as minorities there's lots of places people say america is so racist but i've been to countries where i look like the locals and i've seen how the locals mm. get treated you know so just people just don't have, even know what we have here because here yeah. at least we have rights there, in, in certain countries, it's like other people are like, oh, well, I guess I'll just have to go to Uruguay or someplace else. And I'm like, I wouldn't be welcome there. Mm-hmm. There's no place for us to go if you take away our safe shelter that is this country.
0: Correct. Yeah, th- that is definitely correct. And uh, we do have uh, infamous people that really want to destroy the United States of America and they want to destroy the culture that we came for. Um, the culture that we adopted, you know, you know, me as an immigrant, I adopted this culture. And I I have been made fun of because I am adopting this, I'm adopting this culture. And I mean oh, yeah, and because I, I, you know, you see this flag right here? You know, I love it. It is my flag and I respect it and, and I honor it. And I will fight for my life for it as well. And I remember when I went through the the citizenship um, uh, swearing, uh, you know, I I went, you know, before a judge and the Lord, you know, as as I, you know, consider it is that I will defend the constitution of the United States of America. So help me God against domestic and foreign enemies. And we have those domestic enemies, and I'm gonna keep fighting against those enemies. And I will be with you shoulder to shoulder, Carrie, to fight against those enemies. It is our responsibility as Americans, and, and everybody that's watching the show right now, I encourage you to run for office. We cannot have these insanities anymore in our country. We need to keep fighting. We need to keep going for it. We need to to keep teaching our children what's right. We don't want to teach our kids insanities. We don't want to keep these fallacies. We want to keep out every single thing that is not from our culture. Of course, the United States of America has been built with great, great support from God and uh, very inspired leaders. But now our leaders have been changed and uh, the devil and Satan has taken power over them, even in our state of Utah. Our current governor is weak and we cannot be comfortable anymore about voting Republican. We really need to get very involved. Get involved, run for office, really look into the eyes of those that you are electing locally. Because if you do that, then we will be able to have good leaders. Not not the garbage that we see currently right now. And I'm gonna name it, Cox. I'm gonna name it. I'm gonna put a name onto it. So
1: aptly named,
0: run <laughs> name. Yeah, yeah, and because you know, I'm I'm a citizen and I live here. Yeah, you know, and I. How am I going to advocate for a leader that's weak, that doesn't stand up for us?
1: We fled you know? here. We fled here from from Washington because Washington is a dumpster fire. And the first thing that I saw, well, the first thing I saw was Cox bow to Jill Biden very, you know, it was still COVID. So I'm sure he just didn't want to shake her hand. And that's what he chose to do. And I just thought, we don't bow to others in America. We don't have kings. We don't have queens. What are we doing? Um, So I thought that was strange. And then he didn't stand against CRT he didn't stand against critical race theory wow. and to find out that that's his, his wife's platform is social and emotional learning from Cassell that literally points out that people, that we should be teaching our children. This was yesterday that we should be teaching our children to be um, like Shea Guevara or, or you know <laughs> And you just sit there going, how, wow well, where is this coming from? That's I mean, this, we're talking dictators here. So what are we, socialist communists, right? And and they proudly tout that that's what they want to teach to our children and that they want to teach them that, um, that you can't really have social and emotional learning without having an activist bent to it. I was jumped by BLM in Washington for wow. carrying a sign that said, character matters, Martin Luther King, you know, and I was jumped by them. And
0: sorry,
1: it's fine. But it's just like, what are they teaching our children? Because they're not teaching them. They're not teaching them that we're unified. And no other country goes around teaching that their country sucks. In in their schools. No other country does that. And America just doesn't suck. Most people aren't racist. Most people do not. and, And if they are racist internally, if they have their own biases, they don't affect us. Whereas in Ukraine, they can kick African-Americans off trains. You know, But here, here, if you did that, you would have a lawsuit, right? (laughs) So (laughs) so you sit there going, what are you, what are you doing? You need to teach appreciation. You can teach the good and the bad and the filthily ugly, but you also have to teach that it was, it's good people in general and being a good person still matters it really does mm-hmm. and that does not mean tolerating lies it does not mean tolerating insanity it means standing up and saying no i will not live by lies this won't happen in my home it won't happen in my schools and it won't happen in my communities i think Agreed. we have grassroots in order to win
0: agree agree and let's keep going well thank you so much Gary. i definitely appreciate you being here in this in in this the Nacho show and uh, we really hope to see you again here, which uh, of, of course you will. Um, you will. <laughs> well,
1: thank you so much for and
0: having me. Yeah, you're very welcome. And uh, thanks so much, everybody, uh, for being here today. Remember, this is The Nature Show, uh, and we will see you next time.